Oh. Are we we are here. I think we're here. Let's see here. Let me just adjust the mic. Uh-huh. Let's go a little higher. All right. Show's on. Everything goes. Um, I think so. Uh-huh. There we go. Everyone's popping in. Hey, there we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Everything Goes. Everything Goes. I just sent out another, um, you know. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Sounds good. See where we're at here. I opened up the show and everybody started hitting me with emails at one time. Okay, I don't need to see that. Okay. All right. Salma. Hey, Salma, you made it. Ha, ha, ha. So, um, this is safe. Here we go. Howdy. Well, hey, everybody's just jumping in. All righty. Good enough. All right, I did a show last night, and I didn't get a chance to get into it before I got on here again, and talking about third-strain DNA. And I did a couple shows on it, where one guy really explained it in detail about the whole third-strain deal. And a lot of you, a lot of you ask me all the time, um, have I noticed something unusual with people? Now, that's a, that's a loaded question to ask me about people because for the most part, I've always thought people were pretty stupid to begin with. But there's a certain level of stupidity that has exceeded some of the levels, um, uh, some of the levels of stupidity that I can imagine, you know. And now we're going to start seeing personality alterations and changes as they get induced with a program or a signal goes out to change their whole concept. So I was looking at that and I was looking at something yesterday. Some young woman was looking at the word YWHW and showed that this was a uh, signature of God. His number was 10565. And she found an, she found some research in the Moderna research about the third strain DNA and when it goes in, it goes 10, 5, 6, 6, 6, 5. Now, I've been saying for a long time that this is the mark of the beast and that the implications of it being the mark of the beast were very strong. Now, other people are disagreeing with it, which is fine. But this is going to get to a point with everybody, friend or foe, family or unfriendly, that's got that has been injected with this technology is going to change that third strain of dna is going to create a complete anomalous situation with people and i believe it's going to be a direct conduit to being accessed by satan and the ai networks that are here today that is the neural link that will be the neural link it won't be a little chip in your brain it'll be your whole dna will be connected to an ai network I've been saying this for a long time. 
You know, and I've been stating that when these things go in, that they will alter a person's genetic code permanently. So all these quacks are out there running around saying that they can pull this out. Not likely. If they did try to pull it out, they may wind up killing the host. You know. Um, okay. So like I said, we're, we're no longer... Um, uh, we're no longer going to be dealing with a norm. There's a certain normalcy that we've come to to accept as tolerance and so forth. But when we start talking, we start talking what's coming down the pipe. This is going to be a whole new level of everything. I did a video yesterday showing something called the blue box. Uh, it's on, I believe, on the YouTube channel. Let's see if I can find it. And it's interesting because the very thing they were talking about as a satire, I've been saying is real. The guy that was doing the research, Barry Trower, was saying it was already here back in the 50s. And I see that this today is where it's going to be. Yeah, but Mary, that's a whole different, that's a whole different world. They weren't using mRNA back at that time. You were basically getting hit with a biological agent or pathological agent that was dead, that they would embed into the tissue, and that your body would produce an immune response. This is a whole different world. You cannot compare that to what's going on today. That's why so many people fell for the bullshit, because they actually thought they were getting an injection, and what they got was an operating system. We're no longer in that world today of trusting the medical. You can't trust the medical. You can't trust anything that the medical does today. They, they have lied to us for two years and ten months. So it's one of those situations where uh, going to a doctor today is like taking your life in your own hands. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's coming. You don't know anything. So yeah, being jabbed five times is not, at the time, if you were from the same era of time I came from, you got, you got one shot every year. They gave your body a year to, to uh, recover. Again, today you're not dealing with, um, you're not dealing uh, with a vaccine. You're not dealing with a dead tissue. You're dealing with living programs. 1970. Yeah, if you only had five shots, chances are they were one a year, depending on where you were. Uh, my kids were born in the 80s, and they only had five, uh, one every year. So depending where you grew up, depending what the uh, procedures were, but usually they gave you a um, measles, mumps, and rubella, but they were like one of each every year, and then they gave you two more. I can't remember the other two. But that's a whole different ballgame. Well, I, I'm not sure about that terminology regarding to uh, accepting it. They did accept it through, well, I didn't accept it, even though I was going through the same pressures 
to accept these, this jab, I refused it. So it doesn't say how they accept it either. Bible says you consciously choose to take the mark. They did consciously choose to take the mark. Okay, they were manipulated. If they didn't take, uh, if they didn't get the shot, they wouldn't be able to travel. They wouldn't be able to do. But and so they made a choice. They chose to get this jab so that they could have the privileges of running around doing what they were doing before. So that is a conscious choice. How you're defining a conscious choice is how you define it. But most of us who didn't take the jab went through the same bullshit everybody else went through. Yet we chose not to take it. So I would disagree with your perspective there on that. They did choose. And they did choose consciously. Well, and I'll tell you, some people that I helped for a long time with their health, 10, 15 years, one guy chose to get the jab just so he could go to a wedding. Another guy chose to get the jab so he can go and play hockey. It was a choice. Some people chose to get the jab because they wanted to keep their jobs. It still was a choice. So I, again, I would disagree with your, um, your definition. Maybe you have a different definition of what a choice is. I'm not saying that the choice was a, was a choice in regarding to, um, if you don't do this, there's no consequences. But there was still a choice to be had there. Take the jab or you can't do this. Take the jab or you can't do that. Even the prime minister said, if you think you're going to go on a train or a plane and sit beside somebody who's been jabbed, you've got another thing coming. It was all threats and bullshit. I chose not to get the jab. I chose not to go on an airplane. I chose not to go. If it meant me getting a jab to go on an airplane or a plane or, or a train or a car or whatever, a boat, and I had to get a jab, F that. I don't need to go. That's how I looked at it. So that is, that, that is a choice. I've never really heard that, that term, so I can't answer you. Uh, rain is different now because it's loaded with nanotechnology. Um... Same thing. Same thing. It's a choice. The choice was made for the child. The parents made that choice. They doomed that child. Still the same. Whether the child actually made the choice or not, the parents are the ones is the guardian of that child. That child, uh, uh, again, was forced to comply because of his parents. The parents are responsible for that choice. But the consequences of that, of that choice... That child will pay for it, unless, unless God intercedes, of course. But a lot of these kids have been, you've seen this yourself, how moms got the injection while they were pregnant. And what happened? What happened? The kids came out mutated or dead. The child still suffered the consequences. I'm not saying that they're unredeemable. I'm just saying that there are, the consequences are still going to be had by those children because of what the parents chose. 
Please remind me to research web browser you use. Thanks so much. Who are you, uh, Deborah, who are you asking? I refuse to take the vaccine if that meant I can't be a nurse anymore. That's what I tell, tell work, and they leave me alone. No more threats. Oh, uh, any browser will work. I just don't, I just don't um, type in the search box. I type in, in any URL. You can even use uh, blank.com. And you can type in whatever it is you're looking for as a, as a query or a question or as a statement, and it will pull up all kinds of data. If you want to look up some of the uh, sites I've seen, there's one called BASE, B-A-S-E, and another one called RefSeq. So this will give you some, some uh, and again, there, there a lot of research, and there's another one called Quirtle.com, Q-U-E-R-T-L-E. And there's another one called QMed.com. But again, be careful how you read the studies. Yeah, you don't need Google. But don't like you know when you open up a Google search engine and you type in the search, you know what color is chocolate cake, and it tells you vanilla, then you know something's wrong for sure. But again, you don't need it. And you, like I said, blank.com will work. Blank.com, open that up, and then. Again, in the URL itself, you can type in whatever you want. Are magnetic copper bracelets okay? Are you planning on eating them, drinking them, you know, playing tiddlywinks? What are you planning on doing with them? Well, I always, I always question these churches when they say we're living in glorious times. And I look around me and I think, what do these people mean, glorious times? The times are shitty. We haven't had any really good times. We had good moments maybe in our lives that have popped up here and there. But I don't see how this, how this is a good time. Just, you know, according to what I'm reading in Revelations, shit's about ready to hit the fan. And I was just listening to somebody from the UK, and he was saying that, he says, get used to this whole scenario where you're going to be living and be told what to do. These people are so effing stupid. It's beyond belief that they would capitulate to this kind of stupidity. But they did. I mean, the guy was saying he'd rather be dead than live like that. I agree with him. Where ain't them? Well, they help, they'll help with whatever, you're, I guess, depending on what you're trying to do. They'll help you absorb copper for sure, so make sure you take some zinc. Okay, there you go. There you go. See that? There you go. You even got help from somebody inside. All good. You know. The um, we are not going to be living in the old days time frames, and we're going to probably see things that we will shock a lot of people. And I think, seriously, I think a lot of things we're going to see is going to drop people dead anyway. You know, so I I think everybody needs to start seriously considering how you're going to get ready and prepared for these times. All the sci-fi shit you see on the networks that they're showing you, that's the utopian world that the WEF and the WHO are planning for mankind. It all looks great and wonderful, 
It seems like everybody's getting along. Everybody's peaceful. Everybody's getting laid. Everybody's having a meal. Everybody's having the ability to experience all kinds of things. And there's no greed or biases of any kind. And you know, and your and babies are genetically modified. And everything's just hokey pokey. That's total control, mind, body, and soul. You're not. You're not even living. You're just there filling a a uh, designation. There you go. No, oh, that's not a surprise, Marianne. I hear him here all the time. Today I seen two cop cars coming down the street, which you hardly see any cops anymore, but they're flying to get somewhere. So maybe a zombie popped up. Who knows? I, you know what? I don't find that exciting. Quite frankly, I find it alarming. Now, the only thing that I like about this is the fact that all this bullshit is going to finally come to an end. But I don't find that exciting, to be quite honest with you. I have read the book of Revelation in several different versions, and I don't see any part of that exciting. You know, I find that, oh shit, you know. So, exciting. I, you know what? I think when we finally go through with it, through it, we start going, th really getting into it, and going through and seeing the technology coming out of the ground, killing everything in sight, or, or inflecting everything in sight. You know, there is that verse in the Bible that says that the pit opened up, and these locusts, what looked like wild locusts, flew up and bit, and bit people. They didn't inflicted them with a with a bite, and they didn't die. But they suffered excruciatingly. That sounds to me like an injection being utilized by nanobots. Targeting people and injecting them. That's what it sounds like to me. So I don't think that's going to be a lot of fun, quite frankly. You know, but that's my thinking. What can you do about hyperplasia and the enlargement of an organ or tissue caused by an increase in the reproduction rate of its cells, often as an initial stage development cancer well find out what's causing it find out what's causing it you know so I mean if it's a if it's a cancer thing coming on and something something is creating a mutation so what's the person exposed to you know, what do they do for a living? What what uh, what's their environment like? Uh, are they drinking tap water? Are they eating soy? I mean, a lot of things could cause that. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, NHK. Uh, I think the, the the pain or the the uncomfort, the discomfort. I, I probably, you know what? I wouldn't probably call it pain. I would probably say the discomfort or the uh, the um, disruption of our lives will be will be a um, a momentary thing, you know. So. There you go. So, like I said, we're you know we're not living in the good old days. 
when if we were to survive, if we were to survive and somehow grandchildren were born and they were asking us about these times, we would have to tell them these were the FTAR times of the, of the century, maybe of the millennia, maybe of several millennia. What we saw, what we seen manifest, you know, nobody should have had to see. You know, here we are. Here we are. The fun has just begun. And you got to remember, the WEF right now is putting on a performance. I get emails sent every day to go look at a, at a, a meeting, which I don't go. I can't even look at these people. You know, I cannot even look at them. So, um, and again, they're continually talking about their agenda. Oh yeah, for sure. I agree. I agree with you. We haven't. We have survived this far, but we're, this is still foreplay. We haven't got into the actual act yet. So once once the shit hits the fan, then we're going to see all these opinions that everybody's having. We're going to see. We're going to all have a reality check. Everybody. What we think, what we see, what we perceive is based on what we've learned or what we've been programmed. When this shit hits, we're going to really, then we're going to see the real deal. You know, horsemen have already been released. First one, I think, has been let go called Pestilence. All these injections that they've been putting out there, what have they been doing? Providing, you know, affecting people. So I. I think we're as I said, this is foreplay. We're just we're just getting warmed up. So I can see where <laughs> this is gonna be a lot of fun as it keeps moving on. <laughs> you know, and we're seeing more and more um exactly. I can see more and more as uh, what I've noticed lately is everyone, everyone that I'm listening to today is talking DNA and genetics, even from the biblical pr perspective. And I said it last night. Yay. I see you there. Yanni, you made it. Yes. Took, took forever, but you are here. So there we go. Um, I've been seeing in the Bible for some time, a lot of genetics and uh, AI technology. And, um, and I'm seeing more and more people now talking along those lines as well. So I am expecting to see more and more information coming from the Bible biblically that people are seeing, will be seeing the, the, uh, the, the connection to genetics, us, what's going on today, what, how we're being assaulted, how we, how our genetic code has been, had been manipulated, you know. Ah, um, uh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with that either. You got to remember something, Dublin. They are only telling us what they think they know. Okay, the junk DNA was called junk DNA about 10, 12 years ago. Now they're saying that it's not junk DNA anymore. They're saying that that DNA has a function. So again, what they told us and what is is a whole different ballgame. 
and their understanding of genetics is very, very limited. They know a lot, but there's a lot more they don't know. You know. So. No, I mean, there are a lot of people that are talking today in regarding using biblical references, talking about genetic code, about the DNA. I've been talking about it. Uh, Nicholson 1968 has been talked about. This young woman who was talking about it the other day. Somebody else was talking about it, but the 200 and, what the hell was it? 7272 is 144. The 216 strands of DNA in uh, uh, chromosomes in the DNA coming with the third strand. A lot more people are seeing the connection from the Bible's perspective on the genetic code. And you're going to probably see more and more people talking about third strand DNA. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to anything that's being talked about in regarding to genetics coming from the Bible. Because we're seeing that the actual war on mankind was to alter the genetic code. It started in the garden. I've, I said this last on last night's show. I don't even believe. Um, uh, yeah, I did. I read that about the gene uh, altered hamsters. I don't believe even back in the Bible, back in the days of Genesis, that Adam and Eve even had a double strand DNA. I think that didn't come until they downloaded the program from the Tree of Knowledge. They would not have needed a any DNA. To be in direct contact with God because they were already in direct contact with God. When that strand was was introduced, again, this is me speculating here, that's when God drove them from the garden. That's when they became separate from God because now they have the they have uploaded that code into their DNA. That's what I think, and the whole concept of sin. You know, they they had everything going. They would not would not have needed an antenna to talk to God. Okay, when um, Nicholson, nineteen sixty eight, made the comment about frequencies being keys. When they ate from the tree of knowledge, they took in a key that opened up them opened their DNA up DNA up to that operating system, and vice versa. They were no longer keyed into God. They were keyed into that program. That's why Jesus had to come down here to redeem us and get us back on track to the right to the right key or to the right frequency. What I call the God frequency. Yeah, they didn't need anything. To, they didn't need any kind of intercession. So they were already connected. It's when they fell. It's when they took that shit into their DNA. That's when it changed everything. And now... And now, according to, like I said, what I was hearing last night, uh, it was well put together. Uh, let me see if I can find it. It's up here somewhere. Yeah, let me play this for everybody. I think it's well worth everybody listening. If you didn't hear the show last night, uh, this will definitely give you a, uh, an idea. All right, give me one. Now, she's pointing out to the four... Uh, codes that make up the DNA when she's pointing this because you're not going to be able to see it, but you'll be able to hear it. Hold on a second. Give me a give me a second. So we can, everyone should hear, pay attention to this. This is really important. Your DNA is a right-handed 
double helix made up of these four things right here. And the helix is held together by sulfuric bonds that appear after every 10 pairs of nucleotides, every five pairs of nucleotides, every six pairs of nucleotides, and again, every five pairs of nucleotides. 10565, 10, or in the Hebrew alphabet, Yod He Vav He, the signature of your creator, the signature of an artist under his painting, if you will. Now, the magic potion, if you actually read the patents, it is adding a triple helix and is adding more of this, which comes from a meteorite or a fallen star. And this 10565, Yod Hey Bob Hey, the signature of your creator, quickly turns into 156665. Do I have your attention yet? That's my point. This is what the this is what the game's all about. Okay, this is what the game is all about. Okay. Well, there are no real scientists today, Dublin. And the ones that are real are silenced. And I'm a scientist. But I'm a scientist that acknowledges that God's creation, all we're doing is discovering how it works. That's it. Anything that's being added to his creation seems to backfire on everybody. And once you understand how this creation works, then you can work work along with his creation to get to see real results. That's been my observation anyway. You know. Uh, hell, Tony and all. <laughs> that was a nice greeting, Virginia. Hell, Tony and all. <laughs> you know. So when we're looking at, like I said, you're going to see more and more of this kind of thing coming out uh, in regarding to um, genetics. <laughs> so the more we become aware and the more we become entombed to God's key, let there be. Let there be, let there be, let there be, let there be. That's a key. He turned on the key and things were made. We call it frequencies, but let's call it what it really is. It was a key. It was a note. And I think my, again, speculation on this, my thinking, is God is turning on the keys in us so that we become less and less attached to this realm of bullshit and become more and more attenuated to God's frequency. That's, that's what Jesus was doing. He was bridging that gap. So that's my thinking of what's going on right now. And I, in, my, in my thinking, everything, every thing that's going wrong in your life is a positive thing to bring you closer to God. And the key, my mind anyway, is to become more in tune with the, the right key or the right note with the Almighty. 
that this is what I'm seeing today. You know. How bad is microwaving food? You may as well not eat anything. It will load you up with radiation. It will turn your hair white. Um, I had one. I used to make. I loved microwaves for one thing. They make a great baked potato. Six minutes, seven minutes, you've got a perfectly baked potato. But the problem with it is it's radiated. And the potato is dead. It's nice and, you know, soft and put your butter and all that on there. But when you eat it, you're absorbing radiation. Not a good idea at all. You know, heat it the old-fashioned way. Put it in a pot, put a little oil, a little water, warm it up slowly. You know, there you go. So, unless you're trying to kill somebody, it's it's it'll be a good it's a good weapon for that. You know, <laughs> great weapon for that. Well, there was an experiment done with water about ten years ago when somebody radiated water with a microwave, and they took that radiated water and started watering the plants, and within three days, the plants started to die. <laughs> True. Yeah, but they have they okay, but they those have limitations. What you're talking about with rhodiola, uh, ginseng, gypsonoids, they all have a means of repairing DNA. But if you're taking an injection which bypasses the DNA's immune system, there's no way that's going to do anything for that. It may boost your immune system to be able to fight off some of the breakdown that's going on, but eventually that ain't going to work. There, I have no way of knowing how to turn that off. I was watching a couple of doctors talking yesterday about putting magnetic strips on people to pull it out. That's such bullshit. That was total bullshit. We, we tried that years ago just with the nano without the injection. It didn't do anything. It wasn't until we created an electromagnetic pulses when we started seeing nanoparticles coming out of the body. But this is a different ball game, a whole different ball game. You have operating systems within operating systems, which the DNA has downloaded and uploaded, which now has begun to assert itself into your matrix. It's just a matter of time, and, we, and we're seeing that. We're seeing that more and more today. More and more people are dying, and they're dying exponentially. So, rhodiola is a great adaptogen. I use it all the time. Uh, gypsonoids I use. I use actually the sapnin of the gypsonoid. But as far as um, the injected, I have no idea what's really going to work. Yeah, all you would do then is put an explosive material with some aluminum foil, set it for 20 seconds, and run like hell. That should take out half the house. <laughs> How can you help a female with hot flashes have sex with her? Believe it or not. You know. The uh, true story. I met a woman down in Arizona, and... That was her secret. She told me that when she would have a hot flash or felt one coming, she would tap her husband on the shoulder and have sex with the husband. 
he would ejaculate, she'd absorb his testosterone, and the hot flash would be gone. Now, a lot of women are not interested in having sex at a certain point in time. She didn't seem to mind it. Now, the other thing you can do is increase iodine and take uh, herbs that have luteolin and apigen in them. Okay? That would help uh, reme remediate the estrogen buildup in the system. So there you go. You try that. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not, and I wasn't kidding. It, you know, uh, the interesting thing about sex is it has more than one, one function. And that does help some women. And I've given that advice to some women. And they say it does work. So, you know, and again, I'm not being macho or male or whatever. I mean, I have that possible that, that aspect of me as well, but I'm just telling you what, what is the reality here. Uh, you know, someone go, no. <laughs> so it works to your advantage to treat them good, get them chocolate and some brandy. They'll appreciate that because brandy is anti, is anti estrogenic. Chocolate will put them in a good mood. If they're having a hot flash, you can cool off. <laughs> it works really well. <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> See all the guys now taking those. Get chocolate. Get brandy. Treat her good. Hot flash. Cool her off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have. I actually I just I just saw one uh, ten minutes ago. Um, uh, matter of fact, if I recall, two years ago, when they were giving, they started injecting the Moderna uh, injection. They were showing people down in South Central America or South America that were taking these jabs, and they convulsed and died. You know, uh, and a lot of them, this was the other thing I never understood. People were seeing people go into convulsions and then dying. And then I thought to myself, well, if you're seeing something like that, you're playing Russian roulette. So, yeah, I did see that. I have seen that. i just seen it lately, too. You know, um, do I use them every time? No. Uh, I will use them when I'm doing a, um, uh, a consultation because so I got a camera beaming at me. It's got a blue light directly. Sometimes I'll put them on. I, I, sometimes when I wind down, I play this brain game. So I'm on it for maybe a half hour. So I, I definitely wear them then. Um, I don't always wear them. Depending, if I go to a site and I see that they got 7G or something to that effect, I will definitely put them on. Um, Was it? Yeah. Welcome, Rico. Glad to see you. What now? What, I'm I lost here somewhere. People think it's falsehoods. What are you talking about? I I lost you here. I was following this thread till that came up. Uh. So anyway, yeah. I think they are going to convince the people to take a radiation shot. 
don't get it. I think they said that even in the Pfizer and uh, Moderna shots, they had radiation, radioactive material in there as well. So, again, a lot of things were designed to take out the DNA, the immune system of the DNA. So, uh, yeah, for sure. They filter the blue. You have absolutely, uh, yellow lenses uh, filter the blue spectrum. You have no filter in your eyes that filter the blue. None. So when you're getting a direct beam of blue beam coming at you, it will, it can go into your eyes and with the LiPi, they can put operating systems in those, in the light frequencies or, or they can put operating systems in that key of blue going into your brain and program you. So what you're pr pr primarily doing is you're blocking that from happening. I try. I try. So yeah, you don't want to start thinking in terms of activation and operation. Anything and anyhow and any way they can put into your head a suggestion, a program, a command, you won't hear it with your audible ear. Okay, your ears only operate at a certain key. Your brain operates at a higher key. A key that your ears cannot pick up on. When you're watching television and you're watching a movie, that's another time I'll wear my blue lenses. I've gone to the movie houses and I've had, I sometimes wore double. And you get to see things in a whole different, uh, next time you guys ever pop open an Aquaman, the first one, on YouTube or somewhere, wear a yellow lens, watch what you see. When you look at the uh, Matrix, the last one, Matrix Reloaded, look at the WB with the yellow lens is on. You'll be surprised to see this gray W inside the green WB. They hid the blue beam inside uh, the green lettering. But when you wear the yellow lenses, you can see that line inside the W and the B. They are trying to access your brain with Li-Fi, uh, inst installing in your brain some operation or command. So that's why you wear these things, you know. As long as you got the color yellow, it's all you really need. I tell people, just go to a hardware store, get the yellow lenses uh, that they wear for safety glasses. Sometimes dollar stores carry the yellow lenses. You'd, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Uh, yellow lenses will block the blue as well. So, have you ever made cayenne pepper ointment to ease pain? I have put it yeah. in in some oil and rubbed it in, and it seems to work. So. So you think, no, if you don't pulse the magnet, if you don't uh, create a field with the magnets, you may even attract a frequency to you. We showed you how to make those fans. There's a reason why you're using a fan to create a deflection. Putting magnets on the wall doesn't do anything. 
till you put a pulse to it or a, or a high end surge. Well, chlorella is not the greatest thing to be using. Chlorella has a lot of uh, toxic metals to it, and it's an algae. So it's not something you want to use because algaes deplete the body of copper. And if you have low copper, you're going to have high pain. Just FYI. You know, what's going on here now? Interesting. <coughs> Sherry, you should post that in the um, in the chat so people can actually see. You know, put them on, put them on a Word document. Save to save the images to a Word document, and then um, go to Droid.net, upload it, and then put it into the uh, chat. Uh, let people see what your what what aliens are lurking. So. Uh, what's my top three herbs? I don't have any top three. That's that's a kind of a ridiculous question because in herbology, one herb doesn't do it all. There's all you have to sometimes, most of the time, combine them with at least two or three herbs to get to get a solution. So I don't have a top three. I do have some go-to herbs for certain things. For instance, if I'm trying to clear the blood or clear the cells, I will use uh, sarsaparilla. I may use yucca. I may use burdock root. I may use nettle root. Anything that will produce a high saponin or gypsonoid, or gypsonoid saponins to remove uh, heavy toxins from the system. I may even combine them. If I'm talking at adaptogenic, I may, I don't, I don't normally use ginseng unless it's Siberian, but I may combine Siberian and rhodiola with B5 because you need B5 for uh, and vitamin A for adrenal support so you don't tap them out. So it all depends what you're doing and how to go about it. To go about it like, you know, if you're reading a book and saying this herb does X, Y, Z, 1, 2, 3, A, B, C, well, that it may or may not work because a lot of times those herbs that are doing one, two, three, ABC have to have something there to trigger it or support it. You have to think in terms of wood and fire. If you don't have the wood, you don't have the fire. You know. Uh, depending on the how your bracelet's attenuated. Um, and if you got a ground to it or not, um, copper is a conductor and a magnet can increase the conductivity of a copper bracelet. So you may attract it. You may make, you may make yourself an antenna. I show you how to make a portable ground where you got a copper magnet making contact with you on one end and then you got it grounded on your belt or on your, on your clothing somewhere so that it has somewhere to go. Wearing braces on, on your wrists. Okay, a buddy of mine I worked with in Yugoslavia discovered that when you left the bracelet open, it allowed the energy to flow through and out. Where the bracelet was completely encircled, it seemed to trap the energy. So I tried it. It does seem to work as well. Why 
why don't you, uh, uh, Virginia, why don't you mix copper with uh, vinegar and add a little alcohol to a bottle and some water and make a straight? You know. So, there you go. So, Irish sea moss depletes the body of copper? No, I didn't say that. I said algae does. Irish moss is not an algae. It's more like a seaweed. It's very highly nutritious. has a good iodine content to it. Uh, but it's not an algae. And most algaes they're selling you today, like spirulina and blue-green algae, and there's another one, will deplete the body of copper. Um... Uh, First time in the chat. Is this the, the micro effect? <laughs> no, Maureen, this is not the micro effect. This is uh, everything goes. Everything goes. So we're talking about everything. From healing to frequencies. Third strand DNA, genetics, nano poisoning, even sex sometimes. So everything goes, you know. It's not like the micro effect where I have to be a little censored. Um, <laughs> so regarding copper, how do you consume it? I have it in powder form from Pure Bulk. What do you got? Copper gluconate? Uh, okay, well, I'm not even going to touch that comment, Maureen. <laughs> Everything goes, but there is a thing called common sense, so I'm not going to go there. <laughs> so, the, um, the, um, I have congested heart failure. My doctor may have had me on Anthresto, beta blocker, and What's well, a good protocol to follow to get better? Are you using any CQ10? And if you are, what strength? Are you using any kind of taurine and magnesium and potassium? Um, are you using any kind of digestive enzyme? Are you taking a shot of brandy every so often? So, I mean, these are things that, you know, I have to ask you. Copper gluconate. Okay, copper gluconate is not very well absorbed. Did you watch the video that we showed you on the YouTube about making copper chloride? You know, that would have been a lot more efficient, I think. Where did you post them? What havoc can copper deficiency cause? Brain brain malfunction, joint malfunction, immune malfunction. Uh, you can have yeast overload, fungal overload, algae overload, bacterial overload, cancer. 
Oh, I'd have to convert them. Yeah, you know what? I'll, uh, I think that's what I'll do. When you guys show the pictures, I'll convert them to a document and then put them on Droid. And then I'll upload them here so that um, that will uh, everyone can see this stuff. Uh, okay. What does Brandy do? Brandy opens up the blood vessel so that um, the blood will flow. And it has a heart-stabilizing effect as well. It's an old, old remedy dating way back in the early 1900s. You know. So having a shot a day wouldn't hurt you either. Unless you're having problems with alcohol. You know, if you're not having any problem, take a shot or two a day. So... Peppermint, essential honey, and ginger brandy. Uh, no, he doesn't want the peppermint. just wants straight brandy. And not ginger either. Aha! Making brandy from scratch. Okay. Um, Tony, I'm preparing a video to... All right, good. When you guys get it up, either bring it in here so that everybody can take a look at this stuff so that you have an idea what they're dealing with. You know, because if they just hear me, they're just going to think, oh, this guy's crazy again, whatever, right? So we can show them illustrations of what people are pulling out of their bodies that's been there for a long, long, long time. They'll begin to understand the nature of how they're being broken down. All these cancers, all these immune this, uh, diseases are going on. All these organ failures is all tied to nano poisoning. All of it. So, you know, it's good to know what's really killing you. Because the doctors will never tell you that. And majority of the time, the doctors will just prescribe you some medication that doesn't do anything but further exasperate your condition. Always remember the, the terminology that they use. They don't say they're going to fix the problem. They say they're going to treat you. That's not the same thing. At all. You know. All right. I, I look forward to it, Yanni. You know, and I should have, I, you know, I never thought about um, um, downloading these things myself till now. So. I got caught up in so many other things. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be great. I think, you know, get everybody's permission. I don't think Dave will mind, and I don't think Mel will mind either. She's not here today. I think she's still hitting the brandy, but who knows? <laughs> is, is vodka good for hot flashes? All depends on what you drink, Marion. <laughs> 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 is hibiscus tea good for diabetes <coughs> it may have some secondary effect but the best thing you could be using for diabetes is uh, uh, bay leaf peppermint cinnamon clove uh, ginseng um, um, oh there's two other ones I got a YouTube channel. When you go to YouTube, type in Herbs Plus Beadworks. 
It'll take you to 164 videos. In there, there's a solution for diabetes. You need to take two supplements with it, alpha-lipoic acid and um, L-carnitine with the tea. And you do that every three hours. You quit eating all bread, all pasta, all rice, all grain, no quinoa, no buckwheat, no oat, no barley, no pseudo-grain, no sugar, no processed sugar. Okay, and you get on that formula and you stay on it. A lot of people have successfully reversed the damage of the pancreas by following, following that formula. Wow, this is live. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I set up a forum for fans, okay, to show up to gather discussion and share, keeping with Tony's motto, help each other out if you can. Feel free to share it with others who might be interested. It's only as good as resources folks make it. So if it's so it's empty right now, feel free to create an account, start talking, and there you go. Okay. Um yeah, Danyani, you know what? Go for it. I, I, You know what? And put it in here. When you get it done, put it in here and then direct everybody to your site as well so that everybody knows, you know, you're the, you're the uh, uh, creator of this information and they need to, and then they, and they should go to your site and support you too. So um, we always unknowingly consent in our problem. Hi, Tony. It's Chrissy from El Paso, Texas. Hi, Chrissy. How you doing? Um, I would like to try the nano bucket, but I'm afraid of being sh sure how to remove the nano after it's been dis disengaged. Can it cause more trouble if you don't then can't remove it after being disengaged? This is why we need the illustrations, Johnny and Sherry. <laughs> this is why we need them. You obviously have a lack of understanding of the nano. Once you disengage it, it starts to come out on its own. Anyway, when Yanni gets done and, and I, I'll start uploading some stuff, I will I will uh, start posting in here and, and maybe Sherry will post in here and other people will post so you can see what comes out, what comes out. Okay, bitter melon. Yes, that's one's a really good one for sure. It... Um, your taste buds will never be the same again. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so, what's going on now? Send gift times one to independence. Okay, I'm not sure what that is. Um, I have no idea what that is, so I'll have to take a look at it later. Um, yeah, go to Yanni's site too. You know, Yanni, Sherry has a site. If you're not sure where Yanni's site is and Sherry's site is, they can post in here if they want. Or you can go on my Podbean where I do pods. And in there, there are links. They will link you to Sherry's site and Yanni's sites. Okay? So, again, Yanni and Sherry, if you're in here, if you want to post your stuff, go ahead. You know. Um, hi, Dominic. Uh would you connect silica to many skin conditions? I would connect silica to DNA damage. 
which in turn can affect a lot of other things. So, yeah, if you're if you're old, if uh, okay, I'm making a nano bucket at the moment. Can I use any old laptop charger? As long as the voltage is around 15 volts, five amps, you should be okay. Because again, if you've got too much, if you coil the bucket too much, you'll have resistance, and it won't work. And you're going to need an LL552 flasher. Because some of these, some of these uh, power supplies do not have a cutoff. And even with the cutoff, that could actually burn out the power supply. So if you put that flasher in between, it'll save your power supply. Uh, did we lose sound? I don't think so. Hello, hello. Test, test, test. No, we're okay, I think. Yeah, we're okay. Why, wow, you guys are not hearing me? Is vinegar good to drink for digestion after a high-fat protein? Yeah. Uh, take a teaspoon or two, put it in water, and chug it back. Um, yeah, you, you said flat. Yeah, definitely. Okay, good enough. I wasn't sure what that was. First time I've seen one. Okay. Sounds good. Um... Uh, Filthy breakfast. Okay, that's an interesting name. <laughs> okay. Okay, good enough. All righty. Wow, the room filled up pretty good today. Holy jumping. And we're not even, we're only halfway through the show. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> uh let's see what we got. Guys are running, running a lot of questions today. That's good. And welcome to another segment of yeah. Welcome to another segment of everything goes. <laughs> the um, there was something else I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, I want you guys to hear this too. Just just to give you an idea. Um, uh, yep, I have. So you can understand why we're in the mess we're in today, too. Hold on one second. got to find this. I thought it was pretty good. Um, let's see where to go. Is that it? So the no. video you've seen on the screen. That's not it. Wrong one. That it. Nope. Wrong one. That's it. All right. Give me one second. Why don't you pay attention to this? It's important. Roger, your special subject tonight is the economies of the European community. Your time starts now. Best of luck. Thank you. How much does Greece owe, Roger? Uh, $367 billion. Correct. And who do they owe it to? Mostly to the other European economies. Correct. How much does Ireland owe? $865 billion. Correct. And who do they owe it to? Other European economies, mostly. Correct. How much does Spain and Italy owe? $1 trillion each. Correct. Who to? Mainly France, Britain, and Germany. Correct. And how are Germany, France, and Britain going, Roger? Well, they're struggling a bit, aren't they? Correct. Why? Because they've lent all these vast amounts of money to other European economies that can't possibly pay them back. Correct. So what are they going to do? They're going to have to bail them out. Correct. Where are they getting the money to do that, Roger? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't like the answer to that one. How much does Portugal owe? Hang on a minute. What was the answer to that earlier question? Just keep answering the questions, Roger. Where is Portugal? 
to get the money it owes to Germany if Germany can't get back the money that it lent to Italy? Just a minute. What was the answer to the previous question? The question was, how can broke economies yes. lend money to other broke economies yes. who haven't got any money because they can't pay back the money the broke economy lent to the other broke economy and shouldn't have lent it to them in the first place because the broke economy can't pay it back? You're wasting very valuable time, Roger. How much money does Spain owe to Italy? $41 billion, but where are they going to get it? Correct. What does Italy owe to Spain? $27 billion, but they haven't got it. They're broke. Correct. How can they pay each other if neither of them has any money? They're going to get a bailout, aren't they? Correct. And where's the money coming from for the bailout? That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> Correct. Why are people selling the European currency and buying the US dollar? Because the US economy is so much stronger than the European economy. Correct. Why is that, Roger? Because it's owned by China. <laughs> All right, and I played that for a reason. Yeah, I played that for a reason because this is where the WEF has come into play. And now in order, um, in order for the WEF to take over, they have bankrupted everybody, so now they're going to be looking to these billionaires for solutions. And their solution... Their solution is to wipe out the general population. You know. So we are, <clears throat> we're in this mess because it's been allowed to get to a point where everyone is going to collapse all at one time. Yeah, that's, that is another thing. They just sent another 675 million dollars worth of missiles to the Ukraine. You know, the American public are broke. Infrastructure is collapsing. Canada is sending money to the Ukraine. Our roads look like shit today. The infrastructure is also collapsing here in Canada. So, this is all being orchestrated. De definitely. Definitely. Well, of course, of course, this is not the first time um, somebody was building a hydrogen operating vehicle. We know hydrogen is superior to petrol. But we will never see the light of day on this because they want to build these electric cars that ain't worth a fiddler's fart. They're useless. They have no they have no economic advantage over the internal combustion engine. The internal combustion engine makes more sense, to be honest with you. The hydrogen running car would solve a lot of problems at one time. The, the environment would improve. The hydrogen would go back to water, and you'd have a more efficient functioning vehicle. But the automobile industry doesn't want that. The petrol industry doesn't want that. They wanted to keep it the way it is, because the way it is right now, the cars are built like junk. The performance, of, okay, in Europe, if I heard correctly, a full-size car in Europe, We'll get about approximately 80 miles to the gallon. 
that same full-size car in Canada and the United States will only get, at best, 25 miles to a gallon. Now, the price of oil in Europe is more than here. But today, where I live in Windsor, Ontario, the price of gas went from 142 to 166 a liter. Okay? So, we're being effed with again. And you know what? Every time our, our price of fuel goes up, it's because the dingo balls in Ottawa are going to get more money to send somewhere instead of here. You may be going to send it to, who knows, China, because China's broke. China's flat out busted as well. When they said that the United States economy is good because China owns them, well, China's broke. What happens when China goes to a full meltdown and a collapse? There goes the U.S. There goes Canada, the U.K., Europe, Middle Europe, Middle East, all the way across the board. India. And what happens when this transpires war a real war will break out yeah well of course they're not going to say well we we had a hit on a guy that was going to make a hydrogen running car that was going to put the petrol business out of work and put the automotive industry out of work no we, they're not going to say that oh yeah this guy was making a hydrogen running car and what happened oh we shot him we were protecting the investors. <laughs> you know. When we started doing the YouTubes, we decided that we were going to give it all away for free. Everything that was done was given for free. Even the, ones, the stuff on the BitChute channel. If you haven't been to the BitChute channel, go BitChute.com and just type in Independence. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-Z. We gave that all away. Just gave it away. Everyone out across the planet who's seen these videos and have done these videos knows what to do. Now, the only time I charge anything is after I show you something. If you make me build it, I will charge you for it. And I said that on YouTube and everybody agreed that was fair. So, that's how you got to do things. If you come up with an idea, a major, major idea... Share it with your network, put it online, and give it away. Just give it away. I will share something with you that is seems counterintuitive. Uh, I would I would probably say government. So you can that that gives you a broad spectrum of everybody that you can think of. You know, paid. Paid um, um, hitmen, military, special forces—you name it, you know—but it would all come from the government. Let me show you, share with you something that's counterintuitive that has made me successful to some degree. And all of you, if you do this, I guarantee you will be, will find, for lack of a better word, blessings involved. Not just blessings because it's a word, blessings. But you will find that when you give away 
an idea. You want to put a Creative Commons on your idea so that nobody will abuse it, that's fine. But give it away. Give, make something that will benefit everybody on the planet and give it away. I assure you, people will contact you to help you help them for you to build it for them, and they will pay you. Now, you're not going to be a millionaire overnight. Some of you might, and God may bless you that way. But I am going to tell you something. You want to topple a world regime? You want to topple a corporate corporocracy that wants to control everything? Create something that will benefit everybody. A healing device, a device that can, you know, enhance your body's ability to repair. A device that has some practicality, something that will increase gas mileage to 100 miles to a gallon. Anything, anything. God gave everybody a brain between their ears, and God gave you the ability to create. That's we reflect God. Remember that we all reflect God. And if God is a creator, we, ref we reflect that part of God in us as well. So if you create something, you know, and you also give God thanks when you do create something because the ideas are coming from him anyway. He created this whole thing, so anything that's coming out of here is coming from him anyhow. So when you create something and you give it away, you and benefit everybody, you will be surprised at the, at the effect you will cause. It's like dropping a pebble in, in water. You drop one pebble and all these waves go out. All those frequencies go out from that one, um, that one drop in the water. I assure you, you will benefit beyond belief. And you'll make connections with people you never made before. I, you know, I've been fortunate. This is the one thing that where God has blessed me beyond belief. God has sent to, to me people that were smarter than I am, a lot smarter, to help me out in whatever, to further my understanding of certain disciplines and, and concepts. And as a result, there was a mutual blessing because I got to share with them what I understood. Now there's a group of us that are gathering together and sharing ideas and doing things, and they become, they're becoming very, very advanced because everybody, again, is interacting. So um, this is another thing you can do. I don't care where you live on the planet. I don't care about your color. I don't care about your your indoctrination. I don't care about your philosophy. I don't care about your your religion. I just I don't care about any of that shit. None of it. If you and I always say this too: if God ain't the center of the uh, center of that equation, whatever it may be, you ain't got fa nothing. So I am going to tell you: wherever you are, have networks that you can all exchange ideas. Don't get in any kind of ego thing. Okay, don't get into, oh, this is, that's wrong. Don't, listen, learn to listen. Because somebody has a perception on some things you don't have, it's going to benefit you. Sometimes you may, you may have a, a light bulb moment. Aha, hey, that's pretty cool. So, what's going on now? So, 
Be aware of that. Be aware that this the benefits of everybody mutually exchanging, sharing, developing, creating has repercussions you have no idea. And the benefit that will have on everybody is amazing. It's amazing. You know. Yep. So uh and I'm encouraging you all to do this. You know why? Because every one of you have the, cap the capacity and the capability of doing that. Okay. If you're a believer in Jesus, Jesus said that there were, there were three commandments that we had to follow. Love God with your whole heart, soul, strength, and might. Love your neighbor as yourself. And the new commandment he gave us is to love one another as he loved us. So these three commandments, the whole law hinges on that. If you apply those three things, you're applying the whole law. So, if you take that same concept and you apply that key or that note that Jesus was saying, and you share, and you share with everybody, okay, you share with everybody these ideas or or whatever it is that you've created to help benefit everybody that will send ripples and hopefully hopefully inspire other people to do the same okay hopefully uh, uh, uh inspire other people to do the same because if everybody's doing this if everybody is sharing these ideas and if everyone's trying to you know help each other benefit and become healthier smarter wiser economically more sound we all benefit from that we no longer have to rely on general motors we no longer have to rely on the telecommunications industry we no longer have to rely on the wef or the who we no longer have to rely on government handouts we no longer have to rely on being enslaved and um and tagged we develop a true autonomy when we do stuff like this Um, I have a singing bowl and I played with them and I've and I modified one where a ele electromagnetic pulse will hit it while I am, um, playing it. I don't, I never strike the bowl. I just start moving around and I have noticed, uh, I have noticed, um, that it does have an effect uh, we at one time we had six people in the room, and I had these things going, uh, and um, it was amazing the effect it had on everybody. It had a very calming and sedating effect um, in regarding when, we, when I played them. Uh, and then I showed people too that once we got them, got them going, got them revved up and running. Um, uh, if you took it off the uh, the uh, tower I had it on and played it, it actually elevated the frequency. Um, there you go. That's perfect. That's the perfect scriptural reference right there. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains that and nothing more. But if it, it falls and dies, it bears a rich harvest. Talking genetics again. Look, right back to genetics. <laughs> You know, right. And again, 
we need to take to take those things uh we need to take those things that he showed us right and apply them in a real world scenario not in some sort of churchology bullshit the world can't see jesus if we put him under a bushel basket that's my thinking anyway Right, that's why he says if you got to choose or the light, you don't you don't bury it, you expose it. Uh aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> there you go. Um you know, I never thought of doing that. I I you know what? Maybe I will. Um yeah, I could do that. It's not hard. Um all you really need to do is have a, a a cylinder with magnets inside that will hold the bowl put a magnet in the middle and i put a quartz an emerald crystal inside and then i put that inside of a coil mm. and while the coil was pulsing i would play the bowl because the, the, every time the pulse hit that bowl while i was turning it it seemed to have amplified the frequency and the other interesting thing about it was when you turned it, the frequency didn't go down. It went out of reach. In other words, it kept getting higher and higher and higher until you could no longer hear it. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll have to maybe call up Dave one day and we'll have to show how, how I got to I gotta pull it out. I got to find it now. <laughs> it's all packed up. I'll have to find it. What are your thoughts on Oregon? Um, I've had friends of mine send me stuff here. Uh, I know it does work in certain environments, but I've never seen it work here. Um, and it all it's all tied to ley lines. It seems to be some sort of a, uh, a conduit to redirect the Earth's charge. So... I do believe that they may have some effect, but um, uh, I think it all depends where you are. Right. So what I found is when you hit these bowls with the frequency, they keep on pitching up, up, up until they go right out of range. I even had one one day where I was playing the, um, playing the bowl and it was bouncing off the wall. And the sound that was going toward the wall and the one was coming back, the one was coming back, uh, was making a thumping noise. So one guy was saying when I was playing these things that the chemtrail clouds went around the store. Again, I've never seen that, so I, do, I can't really say that that actually happened. Stenosis. Well, you got a stent, you got a stent inside, right? Uh, why did they put a stent inside of you? Yeah, if you're on the ley line, you should see some pretty good re reaction with it. Um, stenosis. I'm not sure what that is. I got to take a look here. Give me a second. One second. Oh, you know, I really don't know. I'd have to look at this. I've never heard of this. 
well, wear and tear and change. Okay, then there might be something to be done. Um, are you utilizing any kind of um, um, are you utilizing any kind of copper and um, collagen and C? And if you are, how much are you taking? Aortic, a heart. Are you talking stenosis of the spine or are you talking of the heart? Heart. I don't know what that is. I Unless you're talking about a major blockage going on in the heart. Describe your condition because I'm not really sure what you're talking about. What's some of the ways to stimulate the hypothalamus that's not communicating with the thyroid? Well, then you better fix the thyroid. What's wrong with the thyroid? You know, if you've got a communication breakdown going on between these organs, then what? Then you have to kind of look at um, uh, which one is damaged if they both are. Okay, describe what stenosis is. Need a newer, why do you need a new aortic valve? You know, I need to, you gotta get, you know what, something like this, we may have to go into a console because I'm not, erratic beat. I wonder. I'm wondering, what's your diet like? Give me an idea of what you eat. Let me have an idea. So I can get an idea of what you're what you're actually dealing with here. Because I've heard people having stuff like this, and sometimes, uh, even with uh, vitro, um, what is it? Prolapse, vitro, uh, yeah, vitro pro prolapse. Uh, a lot of times, the thing that helped was the combination of magnesium, taurine, and potassium. No grains, okay. Um, are you? Okay, that's him. Okay. Why is it? Why would they? Are you sure you got the right prognosis? That's my other question. Eggs, protein, fish, no grains. All right. You can try. Let's try some things here. Are you using any kind of carnitine? Are you using any kind of lecithin? Okay, you may want to try carnitine, acetyl or just L-carnitine, and combine it with either, um, oh, let me think here, give me a second, B5 and choline and inositol or sunflower lecithin. You might want to do that every couple hours. Um Uh, 
Now that's another good question. Did you take the injection? I thought he said he didn't. No grains. Okay. All right. So try carnitine with sunflower lecithin using taurine, magnesium, and potassium. Do these every three hours. Um, you might also want to use an enzyme called lipase to see if there's any kind of congestion in the heart that may be as a result of a, a congested heart with fat. So lipase may um, assist in keeping that wide open. Sometimes incorporating more vitamin C will work too. So I don't want to throw the kitchen sink at you. But I would try carnitine and sunflower lecithin for, for sure. Uh, lipase is an enzyme for sure. Um, and maybe some kind of full-spectrum bioflavonoid. What's the best way to rid silica if you're forced to eat grains? Um, um, sodium thiosulfate is probably the best way to pull it out. No worries. See how that goes. Addison's. Oh, shit. I got to give me one second. Adrenal disorder. Adrenal insufficiency. Oh. Okay, then again, you're asking for what vitamins to take for an adrenal um, deficiency. Well, there's three main ones, B5, retinal palmitate, and vitamin C. But uh, what does the person do? What's their environment like? You know, um, what's their diet like? So when you ask me these kind of questions, the disease is usually a result of some sort of epigenetic. So you got to start thinking in terms of, well, that's what's good for Addison's. What's good to help this person's environment improve? Let me hear. Um, okay, so throwing just stuff out there. Like that. Like the other guy, I wasn't sure because what I saw was something different. But anyway, um, so with Addison's, again, what is the person doing? What, what are they eating? Where do they live? What do they do for a living? Stuff like that. Uh, what? 26, I suggest, okay. So, all right. We've covered a lot of ground. Wow. We got about, I'd say, 25 minutes to go. So, everything goes. Yeah, why not? It's okay to take vitamin C and zinc together. Yeah, why not? There used to be a formula uh, years ago. It was called ACEs. And they were combining uh, vitamin A, retinal palmitate, vitamin C, vitamin E, zinc, and selenium. And it had a very profound support 
overall for the body's immune system and other things. So, yeah, you can take C with zinc. Matter of fact, there's a product that are called zinc ascorbate, which means they've combined zinc with vitamin C. Okay, let's talk about pets and and why they should eat what we eat. Well, why wouldn't they eat what you eat? That's a better question. You can't, yeah, okay. When they tell you not to give an animal certain things, there's a reason for the, for why they're telling you this. But there are times when I've seen uh, garlic and onion, which are not supposed to be given to these animals, do wonderful work with them, but in very small amounts. Their digestive systems can't maybe handle uh, being overwhelmed. But if, they're, if you're treating them with something, then there are times you can give them things that you normally wouldn't feed them. But if you're eating meat, you're eating eggs, you're eating cheese, you're eating anything that is, generally speaking, um, uh, animal protein, then yeah, you can feed them those things, no problem. It all depends what you're doing. If I'm treating an animal or having an animal uh, come to see me about a condition, I may give them a little garlic to, to knock out something maybe that's uh, causing a bacterial issue in their gut. But it ain't a lot. And it's not for very long. Usually one or two days and it usually clears them up. So again, it depends what you're doing. Um, can't get pregnant. Maybe she's been blessed. She can't get pregnant. <laughs> What's safe for you to eat? Safe is a relative term. Okay, safe is a relative term. The whole food supply has pretty much been pooched. Um, there's not much you can eat that is safe. But there are things you can do to neutralize the toxicity of what you're eating. For instance, you can put your meat in a bowl with a saline solution. And you can run a spike through there, or you can run a or put run them on a triangle to disengage the nano in the meat, which then it would make it far less toxic. You can eat root-based vegetables, which again would make them far less toxic because of the saponin content in there. Uh, that can help again, uh, not allow the nano to bind with the cells. You can again. Cook your stuff with things of sulfur or phosphorus in order to cling to these things so that when you eat them, you can expel them better. So safe is a relative term when it comes to eating. What I tell people not to eat are all the grains, all the breads, the pastas, the rices, the cereals, the pseudo-grains like quinoa, buckwheat, oat, barley, teff, millet. That's all been hijacked. Don't eat any soy-based products at all. That's one of the worst foods you could eat. Uh, <clears throat> there is no organic. If you can look up in the sky and see a line forming and spreading, and it's spreading in your area, you are not getting anything organic. Um,
So I don't give my cats dry food much at all anymore, but the ones I do boast all these health items. Well, okay, the other thing about cats and dogs, they cannot break down dehydrated vegetables. They really can't break down cooked vegetables either. All you're doing with them is feeding them a lot of sugar. In the wild, they'll go and eat the grasses because the grasses that they're chewing on has an enzyme called cellulase, which cats and dogs do not produce. So when they eat that, it goes in to expunge anything that may have collected in the bone or dead proteins that didn't digest. They'll either shit it out or puke it out. So this is, you know, again, uh, how that works. So whenever I see a pet food that has potato and rice in it, I stay away from it. Um, your dog's a smart dog. <laughs> My dog don't eat dog food. Okay, uh, let me go back here. My family member was born with a hypothyroid reproduction disorder. Well, if they're what? If they're born with a hypothyroid, did they give her any iodine? Because the iodine will regulate a hypothyroid condition, and giving them selenium and Tyrosine also does this. So if the thyroid is not, again, breaking the communication barrier between the hypothalamus down to the reproductive endocrine system, and it's, and the thyroid is the problem, then you got to fix the thyroid. So, um, and I have given people Lugo's iodine, women Lugo's iodine, and it reset their endocrine system. And a lot of them wanted to kill me afterwards because they thought they were done with the bleeding, but then it's the cycle started again. <laughs> so that could happen. That could happen. <laughs> uh, they can they can weed out nano, but not all of it. Look up in the sky sometime and watch your clouds expand. There's trillions and billions of these particles up there. The animal can only do so much. They minimize your uptake because they take the bulk of it, but it does get absorbed in the meat. Okay, the stomach that can't break down nano, it gets filtered in the, just like you with the kidneys and the liver. So, you know... To think that the cow is going to be able to completely filter that out, that's that's a little far-fetched. A goat has a better digestive system than a cow, and it can't filter it all out either. Uh, my two, you can stop it. If, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When we're talking nanotechnology up in the atmosphere, we're talking quadrillions of these things now. We're in the quadrillions. That's like 10 to the 12, no, yeah, 10 to the 12 power. 10 to the 12 or 10 to the 15th, I forget. So that's 
a saturation level that none of us can avoid. That's why breatharianism doesn't work. That's why nothing really works. All you can do at this point is, again, take neutralizers or neutralize your food to the best of your ability. Yeah, for sure. The wife and I started the STS detox. It tastes as bad as you said, but you see, yeah, that will that stuff will go right in, into the organs and pull out a lot of heavy duty stuff. Does iron pills work when a person gets cold? Usually, a cold cold sensation is tied to thyroid, unless there is an iron deficiency. But thyroid usually iodine is usually the way to go with that. Um, there you go. Yeah, we're no longer in the good old days. I've been saying the good old days were not that good. What we've had in the last millennia is a makeover of reality. Uh, it, um, what we see is not what we get. What we see and what really is is two different things, you know. That's why it says, test all things and hold fast to what's, what's good or what works. You know, it's very important that you understand that a lot of things we're being told today is not accurate on any level. Uh, no, a garden isn't going to work today unless it's, unless it's covered. Uh, unless it's covered. There you go. See, someone's paying attention. <laughs> Why would you take omega-3? It's an oxidizing fat. And all that stuff you've learned from these gurus have been just pure bullshit. Yeah, it, it, the, only, the only fat you should be consuming is saturated fat and omega-6. That's the only really two you should be. That's what you're made of, what you're comprised of. What diet do you recommend for dogs? I give my dog 100% meat for the week, and he has had diarrhea. What raw cooked fiber should give nine pound? Uh, just give him applesauce. Take an peel an apple, throw it in a blender, turn it into a mush, and let him have it. It's got to be raw. Best thing you can give him. Uh, you can let him chew on a carrot, or take a carrot and shred it. Shred the carrot. Don't cook it. Just shred it. Let him eat it. If you want to mix a carrot in the meat that hasn't been cooked, try that. And again, if you're giving him too much fat in the meat, that will also cause that to happen. So again, be aware of that. Um, but yeah, anything that you can shred, you want to take a pear, peel off a pear, blend it. Let them have it. If you want to give them an apple, peel it, peel the skin off of it. You don't want to eat the, the metallic material that's in the skin. Uh, chop it up, put it in a blender, turn it into mush, let them eat it. You know, for sure. You can give them, uh, and then change his diet. I give him a little cheese. Have you tried giving him any cheese? Or yogurt? You know. Um, yeah, pumpkin is good. I've heard people give uh, their pets pumpkin, but again, uh, raw. 
All the vegetables should be raw for these animals. What irks me the most about stupid guru, gurus? They're bullshit. My cats dig coconut oil. Would that help? Yeah, why not? It's a saturated fat. Well, it, well, it comes from a saturated fat. Goat cheese, cow cheese, sheep cheese. You know. See what happens. So. How great is pop? It's an omega-9 oil. Uh, and for some guys, it helps them with the prostate. Um. You have avocado oil, olive oil, pumpkin seed oil. These are all omega-9s. So they can also help in regarding to the male testosterone. Again, you don't want to use a lot of it. You don't need a lot of it. So it has benefit. Could you suggest a natural painkiller for a dog? What's wrong with the dog? <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. Well, here we go. What's going on here? All right, a lot of people like the show, which is good. Um, with pets, sometime I will give them uh, a horse aspirin. Um. But um, usually just a little pinch. Sometimes uh, you can give them white willow, fever few. Um, again, that's anything that has to do with salicylic acid should help. But again, depending on what the pain is. Should a dog have a multivitamin seaweed? A multivitamin seaweed? Tony, what's the best way to pulse? Well, use a triangle. Put it on your head and give it a pulse. Uh, forget what looks like dandelion. Okay, bladder infection. Why did they do that? Shit. Um... Does the dog still have a bladder infection or no? You know, why did they put him on methadone? I'd have given him cannabis. Even if I would have rubbed it on the skin, I would have put done that. Treating with antibiotics, lovely. Okay, no wonder he's in pain. Try getting the dog off the antibiotics. Take um, thyme, make a tea out of the thyme, uh, and have them have, put a little bit in the water, and allow that the dog to use thyme to help clear up any of the infection. Make sure you're not giving the dog any dry food whatsoever. Make sure uh, the dog is not eating any cooked vegetable. As I said, it can produce a sugar content. Um, 
Make sure um, I would probably put a little zinc and copper in his food as well. Yeah, definitely. There's no there's no dog food today that has fully full adequate amount of uh, just their food is no different than ours. They don't have. I mean, just I for sure. Most people give their pets vitamins, even the same ones they buy for themselves. They'll open up a capsule, mix it in their food with the with the ant, or they put it in yogurt, whatever. You know, um, I wouldn't say it's the greatest thing, but it's it's, it's rates up in the top one hundred. I would think. You know, um, there are some things that have come out of the um, pharmaceutical industries in the past that had benefit and no side effects. Unfortunately, those days don't exist anymore. And today, you're very hard-pressed to trust anybody in the pharmaceutical industry. Um, use cannabis oil. Cannabis oil is probably the best thing you can put on a pet. Uh, you know, for topical pain, especially if they've got joint pain, muscle pain, stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, again... And willow root, basically that what you're talking there is aspirin. Um, what does one do to gain weight? Eat some ice cream and go to bed. Um, yeah, so yeah, go get a good ice cream that doesn't have any crap in it. And then uh, have about two or three ounces and then go to bed. This way you'll, reg you'll slow down the metabolic rate and you'll start putting on some weight again. Um, I'm not sure either, but I think if you, it depends on what you give them. Um, okay, you live in the U.S. Aldi has best five. Okay, over here in Canada, we have Haagen-Dazs, which is clean. All that's in it is cream, sugar, and milk and vanilla. So if you can find something along those lines, help yourself. Uh, what's going on here? Uh, okay. How much is suggested for raw egg yolk for a dog? Weigh 20 pounds. I'll give him one egg. One egg. You know, it's only like five grams of protein and then the fat. Is the dog active or what? Or is he just sort of one of these couch potato dogs? Well, it depends. If he's an active dog, you know, that's going to be, that's going to deter. Okay, if he's active, he'll burn it up. You know, say you got a uh, Jack Russell and you let him run out in the field, you know, he's chasing his tail, like, you know, at warp speed. Give it to him. He'll, he'll, he'll break all that down. He'll utilize it. No. So what's this? Uh, get him on milk thistle. You may have a, you may have a bile issue going on there too, so you might want to give him taurine. So try taurine with uh, milk thistle. See what happens. You know, see what happens. Okay, I'm gonna have to wind it down because we're coming to the close of the show. If I don't shut it down now, it'll shut itself off. So anyway, I always say at the end of these shows, all the shows I do, 
Read your gospel. Read the gospels. Start paying attention to the gospels. Start reading the book of Revelations. You start paying attention to all the different things going on with third strand DNA. Pay attention to how they're going to try to defile you or defile your temple. Um, pay attention to the God to the letters as well. So read the Gospels, read the New Testament. You know, if you're not already doing it, and I always state as well in these shows, we're still here by the grace of God. So if you can take to heart about being creative and sharing that creation, you'll be actually sharing a part of God. Think of it that way. Because again, if God has given you the idea and given you the ability to make it, then give thanks, number one, and then share. All righty. So until the next segment, which should be maybe Saturday. And when I may do Saturdays, I may do an earlier show. This way the Europeans that, you know, that missed this time slot can get to become uh, get involved with a real live show. So anyway, it'd probably be around three-ish if I do it. Three-ish Eastern. All right. So till the next segment. To your all, to all of you, your health. Take care, eh?